from the company that brought you off-brand costumes like Juice Demon, Mind Game, and Evil Midweek Cutie comes the next hot movie about kids going to the same store as a tie-in. And Christopher Lloyd is in it. It's Spirit Halloween, the movie. Everybody and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and we are here to talk about bad costumes, all the bad costumes, and some really good costumes and plastic props, uh, because it is that time of year as we are back in the middle of our trunk or treat celebrations, horror aimed at the younger set. Uh, but I cannot do this alone. I need some help, and with that help, I bring in my very own. Uh, I believe his costume says uh, podcast co-host, um, which is a little on the nose, I think. Miles, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Um, and I'm still uh, stoked about our conversation we had last week with Renier from Horror for Kids and wanted to thank him again for coming out to the show. Yeah, go check out that dude's content, by the way. It's at horror number four kids on Twitter. Such yeah. A- such a good dude. He's such a good yeah, dude. Yeah, I, I literally, I mean, before and after this, uh, or before and after the recording last week, uh, were preceded and uh, followed by like, forty-five minutes of conversation, bookending this podcast. So uh, I could, t- I could talk to him all day. He's just one of the absolute best. You almost did. Um, it was one of our longer recording sessions. <laughs> well, I mean, I was the. It's the the dicey role when <laughs> when you bring on great people, uh, and I I meant to to um, ask him, and so I'm going to ask you because we are talking about a a Halloween store. What is the I guess worst costume you remember wearing for Halloween? Okay, I had some good ones. Um, so like you would probably look at a picture of me dressed in a Batman costume that my mom mm-hmm. hand made for me using a pattern, one of those patterns out of a, yep, 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 out of yep, a book. Yep, had and that you, too. Mm-hmm. And you would probably look at that costume and say, oh man, that didn't fit right. Da, 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 da. But no, I love that costume. I was Batman. And, yep. and it's even better now knowing how much my mom would have, you know, used to, to make it. Um, but we were also of an age that some of our earlier costumes were oh man the the plastic not chosen by us one one not chosen by us but sometimes the the plastic mask with the little slit in the front yeah you would always like cut your tongue on when you're trying to talk and not the rest of the costume but a t-shirt of the 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 franchise yes. that the costume was supposed yes. to be of a hundred percent. This this happened a lot. And this even happened with some costumes because I remember having getting a cool Batman like what I, at the time I thought was a very cool Batman cow, but the costume was a T shirt of Batman spring into action, and <laughs> <laughs> missed it by that much. Yeah, um, really. <laughs> I I think. 
I definitely remember those those costumes. I remember my grandmother making me a hat for, to be Mario when I was about five or six. I think I've seen a picture and, of this costume. I think you've seen Yes, I think you have, um, because they they had to glue the mustache on me, which as as a kid of that age was very uncomfortable. Um, the, the, it was all the more memorable because I remember taking a, I never worn boots with like any sort of, uh, platinum or uh, platform heel before yeah. and taking my first step on some stairs and just doubling over and crying like at six 30 in the morning because I'd fallen down some stairs because I couldn't walk in these, you know, boots, <laughs> I, I remember once I I, I had this uh, this uh, another Batman costume. I, I was Batman a lot. Um, yeah, me too. Uh, so, but it was it was a it was a Batman costume uh, based on the '89 Tim Burton Batman, and so I had this cool like plasticky Batman cowl, but I also had like a formed plastic chest. The, the plastic chest that yes. had the yes. six pack on it and all of that, mm-hmm. and I was like. I am unbeatable. I'm wearing armor as this Batman. And I even yeah. said, I bet you could you could punch me and I wouldn't even feel it. And so a kid did. And I was like, but I had that. I, I had liked, that same. I like know. to think I didn't let it show that I had just knocked the wind out of me. But <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this week we are talking about the newly released Spirit Halloween, the movie. and. I wish I had vetted it before putting it into our trunk or treat because um, while I think this movie has so much potential and a, a really solid concept, there is a lot about the movie that does fall a little short because I feel like the movie is made for a younger audience than it marketed itself to be. And I was really thinking this would be kind of more mid the tweenish and maybe a, a smidge older and it really is a movie that like i think a 10 year old would get really excited about so i i i all i i agree to a certain extent and we, we talked a little bit about this before we started recording um this the script for this movie is very much influenced by the movies of our childhood and the childhoods that came slightly before us. There are definitely Goonies vibes. There are Gremlins vibes. There, there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Wikipedia claims Monster Squad, though I would not necessarily. I would not that. either. It also features uh, Christopher Lloyd, one of the most iconic faces of of one of the most iconic faces in the yeah one of the most you know one of the most iconic faces 100 percent. christopher lloyd is in this movie as as sort of the villain although most of what you get is his voice uh as part of the the story and and really ultimately uh, you know i i i watched this by myself uh in the middle of the day it's not it's not super scary guys it's, it, it's, no it's, no it, it doesn't matter what time of day you watch this is not gonna be a scary movie there are a couple of jump scares that could be kind of fun but um had they been directed a certain way? Yes. But the the other side of that is that I this is one of those movies where had I seen this as a kid playing in some kind of rotation on, um, you know, cable or anything like that at, you know, three in the afternoon and I watched it seven times because it was the only thing on. I might have a different perspective on this movie. Yes. 
because I, I think it's definitely trying to be that kind of movie. Um, but in trying to be that kind of movie, it like it gets almost there. It gets almost there, yeah. but it it's, doesn't it's, quite land the plane. It's it, yeah, it's it's disappointing, uh, partly because not that a movie for a 10 year old would be a bad thing. We've watched plenty of movies geared towards younger people. But I think the promise of this movie was to be like something like the Monster Squad or the Goonies, which is uh, a kid's movie that doesn't feel like a kid's movie. Yeah. And and that that is something that we're missing a lot of. We talked about this last week where, you know, stuff like the Monster Squad or even Are You For The Dark, things that had a little bit of bite to them or maybe a little more maturity in their script, even go going as far as like something like the Goonies. We don't see that as much except for maybe, you know, last year's Nightbooks. I thought they did a really good job of being exactly what it was supposed to be. I mean, Nightbooks was was pretty like it was it had some scares to it. Yeah, but, uh, no, it did. It, but it was it was a great balance of everything. And I feel like there's people are still having trouble with that balance. And I think with Spirit of Halloween, which I mean, does try to tackle some emotionally interesting elements yeah. i mean like, you have like this is this, this is something i will say about spirit halloween i enjoyed a large portion of this movie i uh, like and let's well let's let's talk about what the movie is about because i think that's yeah. gonna that's gonna open up some some other avenues for conversation so we are in an unnamed town uh in uh, right a few days before halloween and we are opened up with a flashback way back in time. And presumably, I think it's the 50s. I'm not exactly sure. It just it says a long time ago. It just says a long time ago. Might be the might be the 30s. I can't really tell. Uh, and where we see Christopher. Well, his, his driver's license says 1946 or something. So. Oh, that's right. So it's definitely, yeah. Uh, so we see uh, 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 an old, old Christopher Lloyd who... Uh, God bless him. I love him so much. Christopher Lloyd just owning like how old is Christopher Lloyd now? I needed to look this up before we did this. Uh, I mean, he's, he's he's up there and he's 83. He, he is still giving phenomenal performances, mostly like in indie in pictures and stuff. But there's one called like I am not a serial killer that he is exceptional in. Like he oh, I don't want to spoil what the kind of character he plays, but he he is tremendous. And I think he has used, I think the opportunities that he's been given to like do some kind of creative exercising now that he can kind of, just, I can, I can take whatever I want. You know, if I want to work somewhere and I don't need the money, I'm going to do this cool little indie feature or doing this kids movie because it's Christopher Lloyd, you know, yeah. like this is the guy like my my uh, we my wife and I were we had finished a movie, but it wasn't quite time to go to bed. And we need needed something a little lighter than what we watched. And this is a few weeks ago. And and we somehow got tied up in old, old TV shows and uh, love doing that. Uh, and and I, I pulled up an episode of Taxi that Christopher Lloyd played a character on Taxi. Uh the Reverend Jim, who was just hilarious. And it was the, the episode where he had to take his driver's test to recertify. <laughs> and it's, and so, and, but he doesn't think he's going to pass it. So he brings his taxi driving cohorts with him to, to, you know, help him cheat on the test basically. And then he looks down and he looks back. What does a yellow light mean? Slow down. What? 
does a yellow light mean? <laughs> I love, I love jokes down. like that. <laughs> it's such a simple <laughs> joke, but it's sold so well. And I, and, and I, to bring it back to spirit Halloween, the movie, uh, he as Alec Windsor, the evil character, just chews the scenery and just and does pratfalls and all sorts of stuff. It's really, really fun and good. Uh, and then we flash forward to present day uh, where we are introduced to to sort of our, our main trio of kids, Jake, Bo and Carson, who uh, have been friends forever. They are about to. uh it's about to be Halloween and Jake is a kind of our main character. He is obsessed with Halloween, uh, mostly because it's something that he and his dad who died at some point prior to the I start said died a year ago. I think it had to Maybe. be more than a year because yeah, it's... not, not a, yeah, it had to be not, not that I said that, but like I, I wasn't the impression this is like his first Halloween without him. I, I don't think it was his first Halloween without him, but I think this is the first Halloween where his friends, specifically Carson, are looking to move past dressing up in costumes and trick or treating and are wanting to go to the high school party that his sister is throwing. And because this is this is something again, this is something that that the concept of all of this is really good and I really, really like. I just don't know that they get there because these kids are in eighth grade and they talk a lot about about, you know, being in eighth grade and and how they're going to be in high school next year. and They got to abandon, you know, all this this childish stuff that they were doing in order to, uh, you know, in order to, to, Which, to be grown up kids. You know, it's a trope that I've always hated, like that for whatever reason, like you had to be too cool to school for school for how for Halloween, because first of all, free candy rules. Yeah. And I wish I could get most, free candy now. Most trick or treating ends 830, 9 o'clock. Most high school parties start after 830 or 9 o'clock. Why not both? You can do both. Which, spoiler warning, it, we learn at the end of the movie that uh, they do the next year. <laughs> it just and it's not just this movie. It's almost any movie where like some some older brother or sister or something doesn't want to trick or treat and wants to go out with their friends. And I'm like. The time at which your friends are going to be doing something is long past trick-or-treating hours. Yeah. And well, that has always bugged me and it bugs me in this movie too. <laughs> <laughs> but but again, I like I like the idea that that Jake is holding on to Halloween specifically because he's got a more personal connection to it because of his dad that yes. passed away. Jake also has a stepdad and a half sister who is quite frankly adorable she's an adorable oh, little girl absolutely adorable <laughs> and 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 she's not in the movie very much but she she's a very you know she's 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 very she's, cute no she's precious she's just a little little care bear but she of course likes loves halloween because she wants to dress up as a princess and oh we can't dress up as princesses that's not scary at all little kid that's lame so, or whatever he says here here's the thing uh, as because i i and I think this is why I, I kind of get a little more critical as someone who can see themselves more as the type of character they wanted Jake to be. I come from a broken home. I'm obsessed with horror. I, I trick or treated until I was like 16. Um, I don't like how clumsily they handled Jake's angst 
with his newly blended family. I feel like there's a lot of context that we're supposed to assume, but I think a lot of it is just kind of glossed over. Yeah, I mean, it it is entirely possible that Jake's parents were separated before the movie and before he died. And that it's it's tough to it's tough to parse how what the the time. Well, I mean, I just I just needed I think I needed this is where I needed the movie to really ground itself and make these kids real to me, because that kind of stuff really makes movies relatable because you have the best friend who's not going through the stuff. You have the one friend who's just kind of trying to keep the peace that those archetypes are fine. But when you have a main character who is going through stuff and you start the movie off with making him kind of the jerk, that's like, we're supposed to feel like people aren't being fair to him. And the way they're writing it is he is just jumping to point a without any real re- like reason to react yeah uh, i have another question for you miles trick-or-treating days specifically mm-hmm. do you remember one of your last trick-or-treating costumes i do i remember the very last trick-or-treating costume i had um i was hanging out with one of my good friends uh luke holman uh we typically spent halloweens together him and uh my friend uh john griffin no relation and we at the last second, because his, his he lived in this kind of gated community who always gave out full size candy bars. Oh, you got to go. And to that community. Yeah. So we were like, um, not for nothing, but uh, we should uh, we should. We should trick or treat. And we went through his like closet and we literally I spray painted a hockey mask and an old like uh, handcuff that he had from a magic set to make myself look like an escaped convict. <laughs> and uh, I think we had ripped like one of like an undershirt or something and put some dirt on it. And that was my costume. That was the last costume I, I wore at, in my youth. I have been at, uh, dressed up for Halloween since then, but that was my last trick-or-treating costume because we, we went across the neighborhood and most people kind of knew we were too old, but they just didn't care. And it was... I mean, it was a great time. We just ran ran rampant around this large Lakeland neighborhood. So I, I remember one of my last ones. I don't remember my very last one. Uh, actually, I think I think I might have trick or treated without a costume at like one house one year. Um, but do that. So, well, here, oh, here's here's the the the, the tale. Uh, so I uh, I remember because we because we had gotten to the point where one of my one of my best friends had a a little brother that we had started taking out, taking around. And so that was, you know, how, how we started, started to do that. And of course we would, you know, go as well because we may as well get some free candy while we're carting the, the kid around. And, uh, I went as mirror drew and you're going to question, what does that I'm mean? Not. Oh, I just looked in a mirror and parted my hair on the other side and I swapped my watch to the other arm and I was mirror drew and it was such a fun, clever idea that obviously no one who had never ever who had not met me before, like most of the people that I would be trick or treating at had ever heard of. 
I just I, I'm like, not gonna lie. That I, is that is so lame, much lamer than I thought you would just like put like a goatee on yourself yeah, as a no, Star Trek mirror no, universe. I, I didn't. I, I didn't. I, I was a very I was a very big Star Trek fan at that point. I had already been uh, uh, I, I worn my Starfleet uniform a few times uh, for for Halloween. But uh, no, that was that was the end of. Uh, and then uh, and there was another point where i forget why but i was like i had been dropped off at like the top of the neighborhood on halloween i was walking home and so i just decided why don't i just go to a house and get some candy to enjoy on my walk home and that is i think my final trick-or-treat memory until i had kids and walked them around which i will be doing here in a couple of weeks (laughs) so i think i think that's that, that that's one of the things that they could have communicated it was like you know, showing a little bit of like what Halloween meant. And there, there's a lot of. There's a lot of telling and not showing. And I think that that's a, that that's what kind of hurts this movie a lot is there's a lot of really good emotional stuff they could have they could have done because they do a good job. Like the actors are good. I think everyone is doing what they're supposed to do very well. Yeah, I, I um, have I, I have zero problems with any of the kid actors in this movie. Yeah, they I do, thought I thought all the kids were good. Yeah, they do. Pre- honestly, pretty good work. I am. Um, I would not be. I would not be surprised to see at least one of these kids in something else. Um, I'm I'm pretty certain that we'll see uh, the older sister of Carson again, because I thought she was really, really good. She's the one that actually has to do a little bit more uh, acting legwork when she gets possessed uh, she, she later is, on. Uh, she is apparently a regular character on the uh, That's a Raven sequel series on Disney Plus. Yeah. So the basically the kids are are talking about what they want to do for Halloween. And, you know, the Carson, who's like the best friend, is, you know, trying to be like, yeah, all right, fine. We'll do something together, but it can't be a critical church reading. It better be cool. And so they stumble across a spirit Halloween in the middle of nowhere. Which look, spirit Halloweens pop up like Starbucks, but they are strategically placed. <laughs> yeah. So uh point of order miles uh so this spirit halloween store uh, and i got confirmation of of this well loose confirmation because i don't know specifically what spirit halloween store this was this was a real spirit halloween store that they used to film the movie an actual that's pretty cool because i thought it was just a backdrop (laughs) uh that it was it is a spirit halloween store that was built into a closed abandoned toys r us so if you if you think about awesome. that as the spirit Halloween awesome. in the closed Toys R Us being the juice demon costume versus the Beetlejuice costume, that's kind of what we're doing here. Um, the 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 store in question was in Rome, Georgia. Um, a lot of this movie is filmed in Georgia. A lot of this movie is also filmed in Tennessee, but the 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 store was in Rome. Uh, what what no one knows. Uh, is that my my uh, wife's family, uh, part of her family is from Rome, Georgia, and her grandmother currently lives there. So there is a decent chance, a not zero chance, that at some point, a gift that was given to my wife was purchased at the Toys R Us turned Spirit Halloween that was in this movie. <laughs> That's pretty awesome, actually. Is it? 
is it awesome? I'm not sure that it's awesome. I think I think it is, but it's fun. I, th- I think it's pretty cool. So I mean, they <laughs> they decide to do what a lot of people, kids that age, might think is cool is, oh, let's uh, hide out until all the employees go home and spend the night in the Halloween store. Ah, so they're s- small criminals. They're tiny criminals. I mean. <sighs> They're kind of criminals. I mean, by the end of the movie, they're absolutely criminals. Trespassing but, to begin with. They, sure. I mean, well, they 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 destroy like so much merchandise. Merchandise destroyed. Merchandise destroyed before the actual plot starts. Like they're ripping. So I'm not sure. Well, yeah. Of, well, mm, so there's packaging certainly ha- destroyed. Well, so in certain spirit of Halloween's props sometimes don't always have packaging so when they're playing with the swords and stuff like that they could have just been playing with swords that were out there i'm just saying not i mean they were still breaking the breaking breaking laws i mean they they clearly ate a bunch of candy that wasn't theirs what are they i think they brought the candy with them did they I at least they some did. of it i didn't get that i you know, weirdly, I didn't think they stole that candy because they would have maybe thought that that's stealing and that was wrong. But I honestly don't know. They clearly it, thought it, that it, they could camp out in a spirit Halloween. And so as fine. they are camping out. The ghost of Christopher Lloyd, Alec Windsor, please. Christopher Lloyd is knock on wood, not <laughs> passed away, not dead. Uh. Starts possessing items in the store, which is a great conceit for the kids horror movie or a horror movie in general. Yes, it's, it's fantastic. So so this is this is where the movie really kicks off. And this is where I like this concept a lot. I like that. So Alec Windsor, we learn from the very beginning, he was trying to tear down an orphanage. Uh, and a woman with magical powers ran that orphanage and cast a spell on him to kill him, which made him a ghost that comes back to haunt that area once a year at Halloween. But because it was apparently prior to this, there was not a Halloween store there for anybody to do anything with. Nothing ever happened. But this time he's got the opportunity to try to possess someone who has been knocked out or fallen asleep uh, so that he can come back to life in that person's body. All of this stuff is really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the stuff that works for me about this is that until he can get into somebody's body, he can only possess the the like animatronic spooky stuff that's in a spirit Halloween that does a little jump out. Ah, scares you. That doesn't really scare you when you're walking around a spirit Halloween. And that is where. I both love and hate that everything looks so cheap. <laughs> yes. So th- this is this is where I, I totally agree with you, because I in a way, and this is to sound wild. I want this to be Evil Dead for kids like this could have easily been something that was like. I think you should trust your audience and, and your and your intended audience, and I think that each time they possess something that conceptually would have worked is scary but what they presented is 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 not and it doesn't need to be super scary but like the bear for example and the um 
oh gosh, the little kind of like possessed doll. Okay, so so, to, so so of the things that he possesses, at first it is like a creepy, uh, like Grim Reaper maquette, and they realize they could just knock the thing's head off with a oh the with, yeah with a and the green bat. The, and, the Grim Reaper maquette, I, I guess being the first one and not being super scary is fine, but they are terrified of it. And the way the animatronic is made just doesn't work for what they're doing. So, And again, the teddy bear that they do, they have a teddy bear and then they have like a giant person in a teddy bear costume that is clearly in a paper not, mache teddy bear, <laughs> not even the same size. Uh but they but they also play this for laughs and uh we'll, we'll yes. get we'll get to the character Kate in a second cuz she she factors in here uh but uh there's a point where they find this hatch in the back of the store to go underground and uh uh Alec Windsor tries to follow them but at this point he is he is uh, possessing a giant uh, animatronic like clown that has like a chainsaw hand and a, and a, and a mallet, mallet hand, hand. <laughs> and he's like super scary they're super scared of him but when they retreat down because he doesn't have any hands he can't open the, the which hatch, is a great which is a gag. great joke it's a great gag there's goodness in this and the, there there are there's plenty of fun to that's the thing there's fun to be had i think and i think the problem is because of the scarcity of movies like this i put too much on them like I because I want this to be as good as the Monster Squad or the Goonies. I want this to be up there. I want the, I want the kids of the day to have something that kind of freaked them out a little bit, but overall was still really fun. And and which was what last year was Nightbooks. And I really, really, I, I, for whatever reason, thought this movie was going to be it because that trailer was really fun. And. This movie has a lot of great elements in it. And like you said earlier, if I was 10 and saw this on TV, I'd probably have a great time with it. Yeah. But I really wanted this to skew a little bit older. I, I felt like the stuff they were doing, if they if they trusted their audience more and put the right maturity in that script. And I think that, that there were plenty of reviews that said like, hey, with a cleverer script, this movie's golden. And I think that's true. Like, again, the, the the problems with this movie are not the performances of any of the cast. Mm -hmm. The cast is pretty good. The story skeleton, not to be spooky Halloween, but the actual framing of the story is pretty good. It's just the stuff that fills in those gaps that doesn't quite work. We I mean, let's talk about Kate. We need to bring Kate into this and then we'll yeah. talk about sort of the, the Who, end game of the I, movie. I think is the probably the most charismatic performer of all the kids. Yeah. So so of the three of the three are three trio, Jake, Bo and Carson. Kate is Carson's half sister. She is in high school and she is going to a party uh, that that Carson is trying to convince Jake and Bo that they all need to go to because they're big, cool grownups and not little baby kids anymore. Um, this is me that none of that is in the script. This is me just saying that. Um, uh, speaking of Carson, I did appreciate that they were making fun of his uh, attempts to talk about chest hair quite a bit. That was very funny. That was very, very funny. That that um, was, that was, a, that was a really good recurring joke. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but Kate, obviously, because she is a few years older, um, was she driving in the movie? I can't remember if she drove in the movie. They don't. I don't think you ever see her 
in a vehicle or a bike. I think she's just like everywhere you see her appear, she's walking up to the house. She's walking up to yeah, the spirit yeah. Halloween. Well, and, like and you don't ever she, see how well, she travels. She clearly doesn't have a car at the end because uh, uh, Jake's mom drives them home. That's true. So that's good. That's a good point. So I guess I guess she had a bike. I, I don't know. I mean, she might have just walked. I mean, at a certain point, you get old enough and you just start walking places. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. Bikes aren't cool when you're 15, bro. Unless you're a cyclist. Whatever. Eh, if anyway, you're in a small town. I'm kidding. Anyway, uh, but Kate is uh, the the thing that I don't love. I don't love Kate's introduction to the uh, to the story in the spirit Halloween, um, because I think it's just a step too far. You're talking about her. Oh, when she just like happens to be like, oh, I'm going to break in this spirit yeah. Halloween when she's like, oh, my my brother and his friends happen to be in might, there. And I get, might be in there. Yeah, might be no, in I, there. I agree. So I'm going to climb onto the roof and just drop into the yeah. building. <laughs> so so Kate, as written, will 100 percent not do that. Like she would have 100 percent be like, oh, well. As as any. Right? Any normal teenage girl or teenage yeah. person would like I would have been like, oh, well, guess you're going to get in trouble. Got your phone. Uh, but once she got in there, obviously, I like that she's there. Uh, we do learn that Jake has a huge crush on Kate. So, you know, I also um, like that they close that down at the end where she's like, that. yeah, that's never going to happen. That's never going to happen. <laughs> uh, after this is after he has proclaimed her as his girlfriend uh, in the in the one she's possessed. But but anyway, um, but let, so to get back to it and to get back to she joins them after they've been hiding out because they hear something going on. They hear her voice. And they're like, wait, Kate, what are you doing? And they retreat under the spirit Halloween to this creepy underground cavern. It's, it's like a Goonies cave <laughs> that has a that has a tiny little one bedroom house. That for no apparent reason that uh not even a one bedroom house it's just one room um that does feature it's like a, a shed yeah it's like a shed that does feature a doll that we see in the opening of the movie uh by the way bo's grandmother uh was a little girl that was one of the orphans in this thing and she has that's, that's supposed to be like the stinger ending and i'm just like man we, i mean it was obvious no she's she she's singing the song she's like, singing the song she had the she had the magic wand cane so let, let's talk a second about grow uh, bo's grandma because uh they play her up for good spooks a couple times. She is one of my favorite characters She's in this movie. Phenomenal. <laughs> the the actress plays the actress plays it straight and does such a good job with it. I kind of wish they had played her scenes like because every time like the the camera goes back on her, it, it goes back to kind of having a kind of a goofy like mentality. And I wish they just kept playing it straight because clearly there's something up with Grandma G and. Yeah. And the movie, the movie at the end kind of solidifies that, even though we don't we still don't know what it is that she's up to. Well, I, yeah, I, I think she's up to setting up the sequel um, is what I think. So the actress that plays uh, that plays Grandma G is Marla Gibbs, who is a very well-known actress singer she's all over things she's she was she was she's oh yeah been in a ton of stuff i um, mean she's won an emmy from the jeffersons yeah <laughs> like so she's they, uh, she's a she, 
I mean, honestly, a lot of the adults, and that was the cool thing. And this is what I liked about this movie is it did the thing that a lot of good kids horror does. It it grabs a, a several amount of the adult actors who are known. I mean, you have Christopher Lloyd, you have Marla Gibbs, you have Rachel Lee Cook as Jake's mom, who is completely underutilized. And I guess they really want you to think that she's like one of the writer in Stranger Things because they they kind of just make her that without any reason. Yeah, I can see that. Um, even though I love Rachel Lee Cook, I was really excited to see her acting again. But well, you say they don't see give her, her acting again. She's got credits all over the place. For the oh, last... Look, I know she's been Tifa Lockhart since like 2005. Yeah, but she's she's got she's got. And a... she, yes, she pops up here and there. But as as a leading lady, we haven't seen her a whole lot in the last 15 years. Maybe not. I don't know. Like her last, the last theatrical movie I remember her being part of was Carpool. And I think she did a lot of like smaller stuff after that. Anyway. I, I could be wrong, but like I, I mean, look, I'm happy to see her. I wish they gave her more to do. Um, because I think she's a better actress. I think that that the problem is this movie is, this movie's pretty short. Uh, this movie, you know, is, it's, this movie is 80 minutes long and nine minutes of that is credits <laughs> right so i mean this movie's barely over an hour and i feel like a little more meat on the bones would have helped flesh everyone out because if and this, i think i think all i think all the all the horror stuff was we, like well well paced all of that aspect was as long as it needed to be i felt like everything before needed a little bit more cooking if this movie was rated pg the song in the credits, if you watch all 10 minutes of it, was PG-13. There is. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, uh, so, so the song in the credits, they don't play the Spirit Halloween theme, do they? Because I didn't watch all, all, all the There's a Spirit credits. Halloween theme? Oh, oh, my sweet summer child. So here's there the, was... Here's, Here's the situation. I watched the first part of the credits just to hear uh, the first song that played. And then I jumped to the and end. That, that was not that was not it. I jumped to the end to see if there was a post credit sequence, knowing that there wasn't because they pushed the post credit sequence to just the end of the movie because they figured no one would watch through the credits to see the post credit sequence. So. <laughs> um, Nick Lesko, who uh, is kind of a comedic singer songwriter and several years ago wrote a song called theme for spirit Halloween. Hey, I, I it's, doubt it's that. It, no, it's, it's not in there. I, I, cause he, he said, he, Oh, when this movie was announced, he's like, I have nothing to do with this because the next year after that song came out, spirit Halloween commissioned him to do a ad for spirit Halloween. And, uh, cause he's written three songs about spirit Halloween and they are all very, very, very funny. <laughs> um and very catchy too i was really really bummed that he had no part in this movie because i i feel like he probably should have yeah well well okay so so let's let's fast forward to the end of this movie they found they found the cabin underneath the ground that is apparently got yeah. some spooky they, magic they're, they're the goonies cat the, the goonie cave this is also when uh, Alec Windsor, Christopher Lloyd's spirit ghost, uh, has found maybe the most interesting thing to uh, to inhabit 
but also the thing that they 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 don't quite have the budget to pull off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it is this sort of ringu ring the ring style uh you know long-haired crawling demon that crawls in this weird sort of like backwards way Mm -hmm. uh which i'm doing the motions on camera which you can't see but miles you can tell me i'm I'm doing i'm doing it right i mean you kind of look like you're doing the hokey pokey but yeah well Um. (laughs) it's because i'm i'm doing it in air as if this was the ground anyway uh but uh it's maybe the creepiest thing that's in the movie. And there's a couple of good jump scares with it. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's also, they don't have the budget to do it as well as they should. uh, Or as well as they could. Uh, That's probably the more appropriate. No, I, I, I agree. I, I wish they had more money to spend on the creature effects and the animatronics, because I feel that that, that would have helped change the tone a little bit for this movie. Yes. Because, especially that, that opening Grim Reaper, love the concept. The execution is goosebumps level cartoonish. Like, I, it was, so this is the thing where I love, I love that they're using this cheap thing from Spirit Halloween as the, as the, I, uh, the thing. Right. But also in using the cheap thing from Spirit Halloween, it weirdly doesn't work for any well because well because nine times out of ten like once it starts moving on its own it's no longer the cheap thing from spirit halloween because if those things moved it would still be pretty creepy but those things don't have the movement capacity so they've they've made something else and what they made just doesn't quite look they, they, right they did, they the did, bear especially they didn't make a bad animatronic they made a person in a costume that's kind of similar to the look of the thing so Anyway, as part of this, they figure out that there's a, a spell they need uh, they need to do to to break the curse. Uh, but as part of that, Kate gets knocked out and then therefore uh, uh, inhabited, uh, possessed by Alec Windsor. So you get this sort of double talk of both Kate's voice and Christopher Lloyd's voice, which works honestly pretty well for me. It, it was interesting. Yep. It was cool. Um, but now that she's got now that 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 Alec Windsor has all of this power in a human body instead of in a uh, an animatronic body, he's now bringing all of the the things to life and they have to figure out a way to 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 still perform the spell. But they're getting attacked by all of these people in bad Halloween costumes, which, again, I love, but I don't love Um and you know they save the day and uh and and jake professes his love to kate and katie's like what are you doing bro you are a child Yeah, because he's moving in for a kiss <laughs> he's moving in for a kiss and she's like you are a child stop and yeah i i, I really, really appreciate that, that aspect where she's like yeah we're not we're not fulfilling this this childhood fantasy <laughs> She does say that. This, 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 this ain't Blake check. Yeah, that is that is uh, that was that was great. Again, I I I really like the kid actors in this movie. They're, they're I, fa- I, mean, like, I wish they the, had a better the cast script. Is an issue with this movie. No, I wish they had a better script. And and, and we uh, and, and so the day is saved. Everybody goes home and we flash forward to a year later uh, where clearly Jake has made amends with his his little sister. Um, all of the princesses that were going to be put on the lawn decorations are now creepy princesses. 
she is dressed as a princess with a skull face paint and and all is right with the world as i i actually really liked that moment i like i that. thought that was very very sweet because he he uh, he we we also saw earlier that because after he insults his little sister with the costume that she chooses he tries to make amends in a special way and it's really sweet and i liked that <clears throat> and now he's taking her out to trick-or-treat and by the way he's taking her out to trick-or-treat in what looks like 4 30 in the afternoon because guess what everybody that doesn't have kids that's a lot of what you do now <laughs> if you have young yeah. kids and and as he's going off he he waves to his buddies uh, uh Bo and carson they're like and you're going to be there for the party, right? Yeah, we're, I'll be there. We just, we, well, let me, uh, we're going to take her out first. And again, again that is how you do it. What you can do, bro hams. That's what you can do. Uh, and of course, we're treated uh, after that sweet moment to what was probably going to be the post-credit sequence of Grandma G uh, doing some kind of spell and Christopher Lloyd's yeah, voice it, coming it, it, back. And I don't exactly know what ha- what's happening there either. Yeah, I, I feel like it was someone who's like, oh, we need one of these in there, but we don't know why. And and there, there's a lot of that in this movie. I feel like if you had someone who could have come in and did another take on the script and not that the direction was bad, because I feel like the it's really more if they had a little bit more money in the props department. I I feel like with those two things, you probably would have had a really solid venture on your hand. If they had a little more money in the props department, they had a little more money. uh, I apologize to, to Billy Bates who wrote this script. It's almost there. It's like, yeah, it is. is. Like it's, it's, it's a really, really solid idea. It's, and you've got a lot of good stuff there. But and for all we know, the Spirit Halloween company might have stopped some of the things. We don't and know. And honestly, the, the script as it is, I mean, I have some I have some problems with the beginning. I don't know what made it scream, what didn't. I think that, yeah, with another pass, it would have been really, really solid because, again, yeah, if I see if I, if I was 10 years old and I saw this, I would be super into it. But what I really wanted this to be was a little bit older. I want this to be for like 12 to 14 year olds, like a really good coming of age Halloween film. And the fact that this kind of misses the mark is what's what makes me more critical about it. What bums me out? Like, I feel like, oh, yeah, for for nine, 10 year old, this is perfect. There's nothing wrong with it. But I really want this to be I mean, I like a movie like this, I want it to be like the movies that it's kind of going after. I want it to be like Gremlins and the Goonies and I mean, it's, the Monster it's, Squad. It's all honestly almost a Five Nights at Freddy's in a weird way. Yeah, like it, 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 it the this movie almost gets there so often that it just it it's sad that it doesn't. And like it's mm-hmm. it's like it, it's 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 definitely like a two star. It's it's like a it's 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 a it's a I don't know I don't want to I don't want to say D minus because it seems too insulting because there's enough to it that there's no enough no, to no. It that I mean I, well. I honestly I give it a C plus like I mean because I think there's a lot of great stuff here and the raw material is still there it's just, it's just, it just it just doesn't quite stick it and you know they've set up a sequel maybe we'll get that and maybe they'll. I hope have, we do. Honestly, I, I would love for them to try again because I think the concept is great. I think those kids were phenomenal. 
I loved the use of the adult cast. I want more of that. I just want it just to refine it a little bit. That's all. Like, I, yeah. I yeah. don't want to come off super negative about this movie because I think that like certain kids are going to have a ball with this movie. But I, I wanted it to be what the trailer kind of promised it to be. See, and I didn't see the trailer, so I don't have that context for for what this is or for what was expected, I should say. Um, but this is one of those things where that hurts because I shared it with you. Well, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I know. Uh, but so, so my my final thoughts on Spirit Halloween the movie, the stuff that it does well, it does really well, and the stuff that it doesn't, it really doesn't, and that overall makes for a very middling to lesser than overall production. Yeah, I couldn't have said it better to myself. That that's a hundred percent accurate. With that said, unlike Spirit Halloween's, which are still open until two days after the day itself, uh, let's talk about what we're doing next week. So next week, we are veering into a slightly different direction. Typically, I use the last month of our last week of October to kind of push the envelope of, you know, veering into teen territory. And I'm doing that again this year, but not in the scary direction. Um, when I was about 11 and 12 years old, I discovered a comedian who became very, very popular with adolescents and whose humor was a little crass, but that was part of his charm. And that was one Adam Sandler. And he released a film on Netflix called Hubie Halloween. And when I found out that Drew hasn't seen this, I, I think this is a perfect choice for this because this feels directly in line with his golden age or I guess his perceived golden age from Billy Madison to about Big Daddy of I mean, and trust me, this guy's stuff has continued to do well. But this was kind of the the era where like everyone was all about the Sandman. Yeah. So and so I will I, I will I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. Well, so this movie, like I mean, because he's done a several movies with Netflix that mostly felt like not the most quality of output. This movie comes out post uncut gems and is a massive surprise to so I mean so many people that I've talked to. This feels in line with that golden era of Adam Sandler. But it's a Halloween film. And so as as someone who kind of grew up and being a little bit of a late tween getting into Adam Sandler, him putting out a Halloween themed fil- film done in Salem, Massachusetts, I think is the perfect way to to cap this off because I I find that this would be a movie that a lot of kids would probably enjoy in the same way that we enjoyed, or at least I enjoyed, like, you know, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and Waterboy, Big Daddy, stuff like that. So I I I loved uh Adam Sandler movies as a kid. Um mm-hmm. as a as a young teen. Like I could watch Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore tomorrow. And bar- mm-hmm. and barring all of the jokes that just don't play for 
that are like oof that are like we're doing that um uh that like i i do believe that i would probably still because i grew up with that movie be able to um like we do ignore all the uncomfortable moments that make us uncomfortable today um i i have not watched a a an adam sandler movie um for a long time i want to say what punch was punch drunk love before 2001 i think was that was that after big daddy or before big daddy i do not remember i think it was before because uh, oh, uh, then maybe it's Mr. Deeds is the last one that I saw. Um, That's where I started kind of falling off before I met Krista, who is like Adam Sandler's biggest fan. And <laughs> I has actually I because of because of her, I've, I've wa- come gone back and watched movies that I completely glossed over. And I'm not going to lie. There there are some that I'm like, yeah, that movie was actually pretty charming. <laughs> I mean, I've heard um, that some of his Netflix movies like the 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 spy one is really or really fun uh but oh I'm murder mystery is perfectly fun haven't seen it have not seen it this this outside of a couple of snl gags that he's done with some of the more recent casts uh, i'm gonna see adam sandler live in three weeks <laughs> oh i know you are i know you are uh, uh, uh like i don't i uh, you know i don't have any dislike of adam sandler it's just i haven't watched anything he is so done. I, and that's the, that's actually one of the real reasons i wanted to do this partially because to, to make you watch it but also i think you'll like it. if you if you ever enjoyed adam sandler's stuff i think you'll get a kick out of hubie halloween oh, oh if wow. you allow yourself to get into it because it's not going to reinvent the wheel but if you enjoyed billy madison happy gilmore Waterboy even little nicky especially i love little nicky how about um, his how about his comedy music albums that he released because oh, i listened I had, to a lot of those i oh they're all gonna laugh at you i had all of those they're all gonna laugh at you which by the way i real i learned later that that is a is a a a joke about is it carrie that that's a joke carrie. about yeah it's a carrie reference i've never seen <laughs> carrie i learned in the last five years that that's a carry reference yeah um so now now that the, i haven't li- i didn't go back and listen to it since then but i now know that that's a carry reference so it's it's um yeah i'm i'm actually i'm really excited to revisit this this is uh since it's come out is a regular viewing for me at halloween i think it's really charming and i mean especially when you go in with like it's him all of his friends they basically went to the town of Salem, made a fun Halloween themed movie. So you get to see all the regulars. You get to see some, some newer, like, I mean, newer for Adam Sandler movies like Keenan Thompson and stuff, but you'll see, you'll see Bashimi, you'll see Kevin James. You'll see, you'll see, uh, Tim, um, Robbins. Like you'll see, uh, or Tim, no, sorry, Tim Meadows. Uh, you'll see everybody. And it's just delightful. And I'm really excited to watch this with you. I really hope you enjoy it. I'm I I am interested to see it, and uh, I I look forward to it. Hopefully, um, before I watch Uncut Gems, which I really need to see. Uh, yeah, you just need to uh, make sure that you have some a palate cleanser because that is a very tense movie. <laughs> so I have heard. Um, 
So with that said, gang, this is going to wrap up our episode tonight. If you would like to find us, you can find us at themoreyounerd.com. You can tweet to us at themoreyounerd. You can go to facebook.com slash themoreyounerd for some semi-regular updates. And of course, you can email us themoreyounerd at gmail.com. That's themoreyounerd at gmail.com. Will we ever have a more uh, or an easier email address to email? I don't know, but that's the email address for right now. So until next time, we are going to end the episode as we always do with a very Christopher Lloyd. Nerd! Out! Out! Marty! <laughs> <laughs>